welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. God is telling you that if you see needs, a real need, okay? I personally think this, this requires a lot of prayer, and I really do, because every time you, you meet the needs of the people in the, when God is trying to teach them something, and I'm not saying He's trying to make them poor, but He's trying to make them pray, you postpone that, that relational thing. Most of my growth as a, as a Christian and my relationship with God grew in affliction. And I have done my best not to tell anybody about my affliction and have my wars private. I don't know how you feel about that, but see, if I whine, somebody might fix it for me, and I'll have to take the class again. I don't want to whine and have somebody have be who's got a gift of compassion fix my life and me have to run the same class. I think that if you can dig into God, that'll do it. And I'm not telling you that people shouldn't help each other. I'm just telling you, I think you've got to pray before you go around fixing everything for everybody. And you guys know this, that you have seen this generation. All the parents have fixed their kids, the kids are moved back in. I think you've got to let them struggle and, we'll, and let it go, baby. You've got to let them struggle. You don't need them at 35 back in your house with two kids and a wife. I'm sorry, you just don't, they ain't supposed to be there. For this cause a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave unto his wife. They got their own life. They have their own stuff. And their struggle, you know, uh, I think that if you, like the World War II people, they were just glad to be home and have, have stuff and they bought their kids as much as they could because they didn't have anything. And it, it almost produced a, a group that can, it's iffy on taking care of themselves. The system is designed 100% for you to be dependent on it. That's why it is so hard for people to get ahead because the government, I hate to say the government or the system, it's meant to hem them in in knowledge. It's meant to hem them in, in their level of wealth because it's the best way to control people and I'm going to touch a racial topic, but you know that's the best way to keep people poor is to keep them unlearned. And you know, you know they, they didn't teach the black people anything for a long time. They didn't want them to know anything because they wanted to use them for their means. And I will tell you that same motive is in operation today. And some of it's racial and some of it is purely just a system that wants to control people. Now, why am I telling you this? Because... I believe that in no matter what system it is, God is greater than that system. And I believe with my whole heart in the name of Jesus that you can prosper in spite of what system you're in because God is greater than the system. 
And I know that is the truth. That God can prosper you, but you will have to do it God's way. Which means you will have to begin to see, how do you wean yourself off of the system if you don't have another method yet? When I say method, method in the kingdom is trust. When you trust God, you can start to let go of what makes you feel secure and take you into what is your destiny. They have, I've said this before, they have stolen all the visionary entrepreneurship by security. And yet with every piece of security you get, you get control. I don't know about you, I believe in being a free moral agent and deciding what you're gonna do with your life. And I do believe in the pursuit of happiness. And I, I believe it is available. I think it's very watered down and convoluted or however you want to look at it. And you have to fight for it. So you have to fight for what I'm talking about. Jesus said, fight the fight, pretty much. Paul, you know, he said, Paul said, endure hardness as a good soldier. He, Ephesians 6 is about a fight. The armor, the gospel, the helmet of salvation. You know, why do you need armor if there's no fight? So you have to fight to live in the kingdom. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, he said. Our goal, I think, is to be stronger than the devil's system of control. I mean, Jesus did it. They didn't take his life, he gave it. They did not take his life. He said, I lay it down, and I have the power to take it up. They did not take Jesus' life. He stood silent before them and never said a word because if he'd have talked, they wouldn't have been able to kill him. In other words, he said, if I talk too much, my dad's going to show up with the angels and this isn't going to work for you. I'm going to be quiet and let you kill me because that's for what I came into the world to be as a sacrificial lamb. But if I talk, it won't happen. I'll mess it up. Did you ever hear that in that... Braveheart, they said, you can take our lives, but you can't take our freedom. You almost have to get to the place where you'd rather live one day free than a hundred in captivity. Which means you have to put everything on the line for that particular battle. That's why it's so important that you know God and your children know God. Because whatever a man decides to do with his family, they got to go through it too. You, you, you with me? If nothing's harder to live as a Christian life when one person wants to sacrifice and the other one don't. It's like you're persecuted in your own house for wanting to do the will of God. It happens. It happens a lot. It's, if you guys that are married, if you can walk in step with your mate, don't run too far ahead. Try to take everybody with you. Jesus said, I've not lost one that you've given me. Jesus took everybody, and he only lost the one who was assigned to betray him. Other than that, he didn't lose anybody. You have to make sure you expose your family to the gospel, that they see you put God first. They see you pay your tithes. They know that you serve God. They know that you won't switch. They have, you have to model it at house. It's not what you say at home. It's what you do at home that creates the environment. It's not what you say. I mean, listen, I've talked to my kids a lot. It was never what I said. It was what I did. That's easy to figure out when you get old, you know. <laughs> they do what you did, not what you said. 
They model it. Mercy from God is the foundation of forgiveness. I personally think it's not an emotion. It's a character trait. I think the feelings of compassion will make you want to do things. But how, just bear with me here a minute. How many times have you got all teary-eyed and helped somebody and found out that was the dumbest thing you ever did? Okay? So obviously, it can't be an emotional thing because, because you had emotions and compassion, you did something for them that might not have been what needed done at that time. So there is a place above it that it's a character trait of God's character that you're merciful to people because you're a merciful person. It's inside of you. It's not an emotion. The people in the wilderness, you know, God fed those Israelites in the wilderness while they complained. That's mercy. It was in His power to wipe them right out. And instead, He showed them mercy. One of the ways, see, this is how important prayer is, people. Do you know why He showed them mercy? The prayers of Moses. That's why. Moses prayed, and God showed them mercy. Maybe you might not know this, but some of you have had people pray for you, and it's the only reason you're still around. You know, I was going to put this on Facebook. I, I might anyway. I said, God is always trying to save people. This is what I thought yesterday. But they're trying to commit suicide by disobedience. <laughs> it's real hard to save somebody who wants to kill himself. I mean, God did everything he could do to save people, and they run around and try to commit suicide by doing ungodly things and opening the door for the devil. That's why you can't ever say that God sent anybody to hell because he, he did everything he could so you wouldn't go. If you go, it's by your own choice. You can't blame God for any of those things. Mercy cannot be attained through works. It's a gift. If it was attained, it wouldn't be mercy. Mercy is when you don't deserve it, and you get it anyway. It, you know, if, if you have an earnings mentality or a legalistic faith, you, you, you know, we all have some legalism in, in us because it's called religion. Religion is extremely legal, and it keeps score, and it, it knows what everybody else ought to be doing. And anytime you see any of those things in you, you just know that that's religion, and God's going to try to purge it out. Uh, it's almost like saying that you did what you did for God and He owes you and He should be nice to you. See, that's not mercy. That's debt. And God doesn't owe anybody anything. If anything, we owe God. Because He paid our debt, but He doesn't throw it up in our face. How do you like that? Did God ever see you? I saved you, you better listen to me. I never heard that. If you talk to a human, that's what they'd say. You owe them if they do something for you, but not God. He gave his life with no strings, and anybody who can accept it can be saved. And if they don't, they won't be. But he didn't consider all the people that wouldn't be. He considered all the people who would. Remember that. He died for ungodly, for the unjust, and made the opportunity available to every single man without prejudice of anything. He completely made eternal life available to everybody that's ever been born with no strings and he gave us a choice you know uh, to me this is my version too it's a gift it's a display of God's goodness and not ours and this is what I personally believe I'm not going to I'm going to differentiate you know 
because I haven't quite found a scripture, but the book is full of scriptures that back it, I guess. It's another attempt of God uh, to change us to be like him. Mercy means I'm going to give you another chance to work it out. I'm going to give you another chance at life. You don't deserve it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. I don't think it's to be abused. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastorina Perosich. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosich and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.